Garfiri Japan. What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Faded Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. And I'm Jeremy Deschner. That's right. And as you find folks know, Got Faded Japan is about one, two, three, four, four dudes, <laughs> booze, Japan in the news. That's right. And uh, Thomas, do you know what episode this is? Actually, I don't. I didn't. I, I stopped counting. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Well, actually, you know what? You're pretty high. You can ambush me as, as I'm fucking on my fucking train route home from work. I just saw like Ray and Paul dropped another Faded Films. I'm really happy that, about that. It's a great episode. Is it? I'm, I'm sure it is, but like, uh, I don't know, man. That, that threw up my math. I can't. <laughs> I don't, I, I, it's down just one times. number more, Tom. Just one number oh. more. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even fucking remember like what the fucking last one, like last show was that me and Jeremy did together solo. I remember it being a cool episode. I just don't remember the number was five eighty seven. That was the number, and then this one should be five eighty nine. Then five eighty nine. Wow! <laughs> hey, public hey, hey. rule. <laughs> I, I, I just needed the lifeline in there, man. That's all I needed. All right, that's good. That's good. I'm here, here to support you, man. <laughs> This is episode number 589. That is correct. Oh, man. And today we're here with a very special guest. Today we're here with Lucas Taffini. Thank you very much for joining the show, my friend. Thanks for having me, man. So cool. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. First time on Got Fitted Japan. Come pie, everybody. Yeah. Come pie. Yeah. Come pie. And we're all drinking beer. This is yeah. crazy. <laughs> Usually somebody's drinking some hard liquor. Usually that's Tom or me. Uh, I, was well, I don't know, dude. Like I, I, I thought about eighty or ninety percent of the time we're on the beer. I fucking stand the beer, dude. Fucking those spirits made me too wild. Well, the last couple of episodes that I was um, on with you, you're drinking tequila. <laughs> yeah, because you were encouraging. Jesus, me to drink, <laughs> Well, yeah. the other Tom, the other day I was drinking uh, scotch. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yes, you were. It was yeah. uh, the Scott Scottish scotch, actually. Yeah, Glenn Fittich. Yeah, I'm pretty sure all scotch is from Scotland. <laughs> well, or at least it's supposed to be. <laughs> well, true. Oh, man. Lucas, I, I want to say thank you very much for taking the time to be on the show tonight. Um, I know it's kind of late and you're super busy. And uh, we, <laughs> That's we, fine. We really, we really, really appreciate it and stuff. And um, I, I first off want to say that your music's very inspirational. It's awesome. Um, I, Thanks, I man. Created, I created, I painted a jacket this weekend and i was listening to your cds and um yeah dude your music influenced my art so thank you very cool. much man yeah. I'm, I'm honored that's cool that's a, actually that's one of the first times i hear this like it's it's not very often i hear that, some, that my music i inspire someone to create some more art actually that's super cool that's dope man 
Awesome. Well, we haven't seen the jacket, so. <laughs> What's the jacket like, actually? Like, is there any way we can actually see this? Or is this still like top secret project? Uh, no, I'm going to drop it tomorrow. Um, yeah, it's very psychedelic. Very psychedelic. It's like <laughs> kind of like, there's a lot of random colors and shapes and stuff. And it's actually for another friend's band. I'm going to stop, stop you there. Like, all your artwork is super psychedelic. Okay, <laughs> <same> point. <laughs> I mean, I, I got to admit, like, I've seen what you, uh, what you made for... Um, for tom donnelly you know like for punk summer like i've seen the pictures on facebook recently man that that's actually dope like the chicago and uh tokyo skyline right oh my god yo those oh yeah those are great you got to see them with a the black light with the black light they, the right cities look uh, there's cool. a black light effect oh yeah you can yeah. see it right behind me see that han solo painting yeah yeah that's uh one of johnny's paintings i bought yeah god damn and it's got a black light on it yeah okay cool i gotta get me one of these one of these days for yeah. sure uh, Oh, That's definitely, cool. definitely. If you're in Gafeta, Japan, you definitely get a discount. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. <clears throat> no Goody. problem, no problem. But all you other faders, well, I don't know. Yeah, send me a send me a line. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> oh, man. But this isn't the show about me. This is the show about you, Lucas. Um, dude, you are an incredible bass player. Like, I mean, I've seen you perform. <laughs> Dude, I've seen you perform. I've seen your YouTube videos, and dude, you're pretty incredible, man. And um, I, I think we all want to hear how you got involved in music. Tell us how this crazy story started way back in the day. Man, so the first time I touched the bass, actually, like, I should go way back. Like, my dad has always been, like, he's been a, a musician. He's always been a singer for, um, well, he's still singing. He's singing for an ACDC tribute band, and they're only doing, like, Bon Scott <laughs> era. Mm -hmm. And um, he started singing in this band, like, when he was 18. So, like, that's way, way the fuck before, like, 1970s and shit. And he had this band called Caroline in a, a French band, right, from uh, from my hometown, from Nice. Um, they signed an album with Warner. They actually did the first part of ACDC instead of Whitesnake, because, like, there was this one uh, live show in Lille, in the north of France, where uh, Whitesnake got canceled because of whatever. And, uh, and they, like, they they were in the in the region, and they got hit up by their, their, their agent got hit up by the guys from ACDC. They're like, yeah, you want to do the first part? My dad is like, um, can we, is, is it okay if we, we step on stage? You know, it's, and we're like, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. I'm just coming. And they did the first part for ACDC. And that's one of his favorite stories. Like I just, every, every time I visit back in France, just the first story I'm hit with like, Hey, remember when I, when I did the first part for ACDC? Like, yeah. You told me like 10,000 fucking times. Like, can we get on with something else? <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear. What's an actual number? How many times your old man has told you the story? What's the actual like number in, in your? Okay, it's got to be like in the in the two hundreds. Like he's he's proud. Like I would. Oh no shit. I would be proud. Damn. Like I'm I'm proud of. Like when when my dad tells tells me the story, I'm, I'm starstruck all the time. But at the same time, like yeah, I've heard the story. Like it's it's fine. <laughs> really, like it's it's cool. But yeah, he, he always tried to get me into music. Like he made me um. When I was when I was really really young, like he made me uh, listen to like Nirvana, Motherhead. I remember the first time he made me listen to Motherhead. It was like, yeah, the son, listen to this, like on this old old ass Sony stereo, and like starts blasting Overkill at like full volume, and then when the song's over, it's like, what do you think, son? I'm like, yeah, it's loud, <laughs> it's pretty fucking loud, but it's so good, and I started getting into metal this way like super early. But I never really got to get on an instrument until I was like 17 uh, because a girl got me to actually play it. She was she was like, yeah, I'm making this punk band. I need a bass player. I was like, I don't play bass at all. And 
And she's like, yeah, you can buy one. That's okay. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just buy one. I'll just try. And it just opened up my world so much that the first time I, like, the, the, the night I got the bass, I just played the bass for, I, I just played that instrument for like 20 hours straight. Like my fingers were bleeding. I could have like small geysers of, of blood just like streaming from my fingers. It's like, I can't stop playing. It's just so cool, man. And, and then I started music, playing music proper with, a, with a, a new metal band called Speck of Dust, like way back in the day as well, uh, which bombed pretty hard, actually. Uh, there was this one, one time. Uh, you, you, ever played a, you ever played a show? You ever been to a show in which like everything is wrong from start to finish? Yep. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. It's one of those. Yep. It's one of those. Like we arrived at, there was this one show. It was done in, um, in my hometown in Nice. And, I fucking forget like the name of the place, but we had four mm-hmm. bands playing and uh, we were the starting band. And, um, and so we arrive, I'm like just getting my bass on my back. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm here for the gig. I'm a speck of dust. Um, when do we, uh, like, when do we sound check? You know, and dude is like, oh, you do need, you don't need a sound check. I'm like, um, I'm pretty sure I do just like everyone else, you know, she's like, no, but you're the, you're the starting man. You just support that. You don't really need a sound check. Like, okay, who's this jackass? So I'm like, can, can we actually get a sound check, please? I was like, yeah, sure. Okay, you'll get a sound check. You have your uh, 10 minutes, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. I start playing, just like messing around. He's like, no, we got to hear the round bass and starts racking everything to the right, like everything to them. Like, that's, that's not an EQ. It's just, it's not going to sound good. And this is like, no, but I know what I'm doing. I'm a, I'm a sound engineer. Like, clearly you don't. Like, <laughs> motherfucker, like you just went and just like fucked up my EQ that I had, I, I had worked on my EQ, like, so bad just to get the sound I like. And this is like, nah, nah, that's not how we do it here. I'm like, okay, so what do we do? It's like, you just rack everything at 10 and then just starts playing, just start playing and just start playing. And it's like this horrid buzzing sound. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. I'm like, no, that's not, it's clearly not. And red line, yellow. Oh, fucking man, like awful, absolutely awful. And that's not, and that's, that wasn't even sorry. Like, that's when I started thinking, man, I just want to go home. Like, let me get my, my fucking like 30 minutes and then I'm just like rolling back and bouncing back home. Cause that's going to be a bad night. And we start, like, we start gathering on stage. Um, uh, our singer, Alex is like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to wreck shit. You know, like, that's going to be cool. I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. And we start the first song. First song, second chord, the guitar player makes a mistake. It's like, oh, we got to start again. It's like, no, we don't do that. Like, just roll with the mistakes. I'm, no, 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 I got to start again. And this whole act in front of everyone on the stage, everyone was just like, yeah. You can hear like fucking buzzing crickets in the back. And it just kept going and going like that. Like first, second, third, fourth, fifth song. And everyone is just like staring at us. And everyone, every time we finish the song, we're like, thank you. I'm like, yeah. You just you could hear like the the ice crack in the drinks. That was so bad. Sounds like early no effects. <laughs> oh man, that was that was like fucking awful, man. And uh, yeah, I've had I've had some bad gigs, and like I I'll completely on a bomb. Like if I bomb, I don't give a shit. Like even in Tokyo, I've had some bombs. I had some shows, and like yeah, I play like fucking shit, man. Because like either I was in condition or like I just wasn't inside, like in, in, into the game, you know. But but this this one yeah that's that's when i understood something it's like getting a reaction like good or negative is better 
than actually getting nothing. Because like, if you inspire nothing with your art people, that's the worst. You're like, you work so hard. Like, at least throw me, throw tomatoes in my face. Like, throw me eggs at, throw eggs at me, motherfucker. Like, it's just like, no, no, just like buzzing crickets, nothing. And the whole show kept running like that. And the the, the worst is like the other bands. They were actually like rocking it anyway they, they they got all the uh all the cheers and we were like well fucking like just just go home like give me my beer and just go home that's 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 that was like the first time i actually got to experience how hard it is like when you when you don't get a reaction that's actually worse than just getting i, I would have preferred to get hatred like oh man you're like shit I'm like yeah cool at least i got a reaction like this time it's just like no goodbye <laughs> fucking awful and then I quit that band. And that's when I actually started um, thinking about Cloud Engineer. I'm like, man, I, I want to try something that's a bit new. And Cloud Engineer actually didn't start at like the Trip Up Hop project that it's now. It started as an electro jazz funk thing, uh, which is a super niche genre. And when I tried looking for people for that project, I found niche people. And it's not necessarily a good thing. Like I found one time I found this drummer in Aix-en-Provence, like a city in which my wife was studying Japanese. And it's the first drummer I've seen actually tune his drums, like with a tuner, like an actual guitar tuner. Like, what are you doing? No. in like, we were all, I was auditioning for people. So I was like, I'm looking for a drummer. Um, you, you interested? Like, and I just posted this on whatever website at the time and something like Craigslist. Mm. something like craigslist but worse somehow worse like without the fish the food fetish and shit like that right and it was really bad and and this guy contacts me it's like yeah i'm interested in your electro jazz project that that seems like cool shit i'm like okay whatever you know why why not i'll just get get to your place and we'll start playing whatnot and i arrive and the guy is super stiff it's like i feel something sketchy it's like yeah uh you, you want some you, you, you want some water are you and like no I'm, I'm cool oh but you need some water for rehearsing you know like water is good for your body it just yeah i don't need a lecture about water how about we get to playing the fucking music man like did you you feeling okay and we get to his drums and he's i'm like okay i got i got a tune my bass you know and he's like yeah i got to tune my drums i'm like haha funny funny, funny. yeah the, the, the drummer is gonna tune his drums yeah um just like two yeah, just, just, just like, just, just tighten the shit up. It's like, no, no, I got, I got to tune it. And he, he was actually serious. Like every single one of his toms, for example, he had a guitar tuner and was actually finding like the A or the G or the, I was like, what the fuck is going on, man? What was this? Oh my God. So the guy's obviously a jazz musician because people that play <laughs> music don't give a fuck. Yeah, um, all right. Dude, I've got so many questions, but I know, Jeremy, you've got a question that you want to start off with. Yeah, my question goes way back to the beginning of the podcast. Okay. Long ago. It was like, uh, you said your dad played with the with ACDC, so I was asking, I wanted to ask, was it was it Brian Johnson ACDC or Bon Scott ACDC? That was Brian Johnson. Oh, that's cool. Either one's I that, cool. Yeah, yeah I, I think that was Brian Johnson. I mean, see, like, he told me the story 200 fucking times, but hey, I think it was Brian Johnson at the time. Yeah, because yeah, like it was late seventies, it would have been. Yeah, it was Brian Johnson, definitely. But like, nonetheless, he was like, "Yeah, that's cool. I prefer." He yeah, prefers the Bonscott era, but I was like, "Yeah, I mean, that's cool." You know, it's ACDC. It's not like a supermarket band that you can buy the fucking record on Sunday after. Like, it's it's ACDC, and both both, he's, both eras yeah. have their have their 
they're good music man yeah yeah that, that's the thing i completely agree with that but you're like at, when he plays shows and i'm getting there you get some fucking like hardcore jackasses like, like nah, everything that brian johnson is complete shit like just stick to bon scott and like mm, yeah, yeah. Almost, back in the 80s almost every high school fight that ever happened in my high school happened because one guy liked motley crew and another guy liked ozzy <laughs> <laughs> oh man you, pre- you prefer like eating your bats without salt it's like yeah. the fucking way it goes i prefer i prefer not hurting small animals because i'm a, I'm a yeah, right. <laughs> as well yeah yeah but it was yeah, it was, yeah i think it was the brian johnson era man if, if my dad listens to this and, and i'm wrong he's gonna fuck my shit up man he's <laughs> gonna be like man son i told you and you know do i need to tell you once more I'm like, yeah i've also been to your hometown i, I stayed there for two weeks Oh, have you? Yeah, this is in 2002, but a a little bit ago. But uh, yeah, I was in Nice in 2002 for two weeks. I did two weeks there and two weeks in Paris. Which one did you prefer? Oh, Nice, of course. I love the ocean. So good. Good choice. Good answer. Beautiful, beautiful. Man, I, I mean, it's it's the thing I always tell like my students when I used to teach at adults, but like, fuck Paris. I hate Paris. Like Paris can, can suck a fat one. Like the yep. it's not Paris it's is like Tokyo. But worse. Yeah, yeah but, but a little bit worse. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really worse. The people are like some of the people I've met from Paris are just like complete jackasses. This this time I had to go there for for training at my previous position. But, oh, sorry, back in France and head head down to Pigalle and oh and man, play around down there for a while. Pigalle is like uh, the Rapungi for Paris. It's where the real Moulin Rouge is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tourist stuff. You know, I did. I went to the Louvre. <laughs> I went to. The Eiffel Tower, I went to Pigalle, went to the Moulin Rouge, all that kind of stuff. Because I was there as a tourist, yeah. Mm. My, my first time. Then I've, subsequently, I've been back and I've stayed like in Toulon and yeah. uh, in Nice again. And then I stayed in Paris for a couple months. I love it over there. Yeah. Mm. But but yeah, it's Nice is Nice is a nice city. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. What what it has turned into with the with the lockdown now? Because like. There's an actual. It's not like the lockdown in Tokyo. It's like, yeah, yeah. Can, can you can you please stop your business at eight eight p.m. You know, like so that people like actual lockdown in Nice that and, and still other places in France in which like everything is shut. Like if you go out, the police catches you. It's just like yeah, you get a fine. Second time you get a bigger fine. And third time you can go to jail actually, and, yeah. and that sucks, man. That completely sucks. Like it's killed the activity so bad. Yeah. It's ridiculous, man. But yeah, Johnny, Johnny, you had some questions too, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Shoot. Okay, shoot. So you said it's better to have a negative reaction than no reaction mm. at all. Yeah. All right. So let's imagine right now you're on a stage and you just performed, and it's just crickets. Yeah. What would you do, or what could you do to get a negative reaction? I would. I, I could like philadelphia bill bird of shit and it's like what the fuck is wrong with you guys i think i think like that would be that would be like the the fastest way like going from zero to 100 in less than two seconds just like what the fuck is wrong with you guys and then you're gonna get tomatoes and eggs right to your face like if it's that's really what you want um but honestly yeah i, I first thought like getting a, a negative reaction is the worst. Like, you know, when people really hate what you do, it's just like, oh man, I work so hard. But at least you get a reaction. When you get nothing, it's just like, okay, I, I'm just air that's vibrating to these people. It's like, that's awful. Like, I'd rather get, yeah, I stand by my, like I'm ready to die on that hill. Like I'm, I'm, I'm rather get 
a negative reaction because at least I can get some feedback from it. Then nothing. You're just like, man, yeah, that was just boring as hell, man. Okay, cool. Well, get nothing from that. Then how can I make my music more fun? You know, like you get zero, you you just extrapolate zero from that. It's pretty bad. Some people oh, like, love to have a negative a reaction. Like some people just love to hate. So in that case, there, yeah. like a lot of people that are hating, maybe half of them are having a good time. Hey, Matt, maybe they're trolling, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe they're talking about it. Like, uh, yeah. My question was like, yeah, man. Like, how do I, how do I say this? Like, you know, negative reaction versus positive reaction. Blah blah blah. But mm. Like, yeah. If if you don't get a reaction, you just like kind of there. You just yeah kind of exist and it's exactly like, what what the fuck you know you're just like because like, i've dj as well and i've gotten some of that as well it's just like mm. a, a million things are going through your brain it's like they're just like fucking staring at me there's just fucking dead eyes going okay yeah yeah right, it's like question, Tom. <laughs> no <laughs> no but i yeah i completely understand it's like yeah, how do you pick up the situation? Like, if 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 you get a negative reaction, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll roll the, the rest of the material I have. Maybe get a good reaction. Maybe that next track is gonna get people pumped up. Like when you get nothing, you're just like, yeah, uh, get psyched, you know, uh, dance. I don't know. You're like you don't really know how to react when you get something negative. You're like, okay, I know how to react to this. When you get a wall, yeah, I mean, yeah, boring. You're satisfied. Yeah, right. You're well, you're satisfied. Well, okay, so I, I, I guess that like. Wasn't- that was that was in uh that was in France, right? Yeah, that was in France, yeah. And then after that band, you came to Japan. So after that band, like I said, like I started Cloud Engineer, so I wanted to do is this electro jazz thing. And I actually released two EPs back then, which I completely deleted deleted from the internet because that was the first time I was actually using Logic to record music and mix and master, and, and it was shit. And like you, you see, like when when we were doing the settings with uh, with Jeremy before, that was the actual sound of the music. So, so that was like a big fucking no no. It's like I can't I can't have this on the internet. So like I left this project on the side. Then I went to Tokyo, and Tokyo proper. I, I had two main bands. Uh, the first one was Tenantena, and the other one was Concursus, which was. Um, collisional construct but like it doesn't roll right off the tongue in, in katakana so we're like yeah no we're changing this shit and we we became concursus afterwards that's the main two bands um i've had and i actually started uh the, the first drummer i met there was noble you know noble from uh, dogs from, i know uh, noble noble's great oh man noble noble is like legit um, I've had several conversations with pe- several conversations with people with people about this. It's like Nobo is legit the best, the absolute best drummer I've had. It, like, I've been playing bass for like what, fucking like 15, 16 years now. He's the best drummer I've ever played in my entire goddamn life. Period. Like he's the shit. Like when I play with Nobo, it's just like he's my waifu man. Like I'm never, yeah. I can't imagine just not playing with Noble and like this, this fucking pandemic is tearing me apart because of this shit. Cause like we, we can't play technically. Uh, we can't rehearse. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I love all the band members in concursus obviously, but like Noble is, yeah, he's just, the, he's, he just provides me with the ground to express myself on the bass and vice versa. It's just like such a good relationship, musically speaking. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's he's working on some uh, some music with uh, I Promise Once. You you ever heard of him? Uh, I know the name. I don't know them specifically, but um, 
Yeah, no, whatever Nobu touches is going to be gold. I mean, that guy yeah. is incredible. So I, I completely concur on that. <clears throat> so you're working on, you're working, you worked with him, but now you're working on Cloud Engineer. Yeah. Where so, did the name come from? When, where did the, sorry. Yeah, where did the name come from? Um, it came from when, when I was back in France, it came like, I remember that this moment, I remember when I was a kid, I was like, oh, how, how are clouds built? Maybe there's some guy with like a fucking jetpack making clouds, like a cloud engineer, actually. And I don't know why there's, I think I was, yeah, I was with a friend, like from one of my uh, former bands back in France. And I was like, yeah, what do you think of the name cloud engineer for a man? He said like, man, that's fucking stupid. Like you're going to get all the IT looking for your page. who's thinking like they're yeah. looking for an actual <laughs> IT engineer and you're going to get hate mail. Uh, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just call it cloud engineer if I want to. And I just ended up calling this cloud engineer. Um, but that's for, yeah, that's from something I, when I was a kid, like what I thought clouds were made. I think it's a great name, dude. I, I thought it was like a name of a book, you know? I mean, it sounds like okay. really like mysterious and interesting. It sounds like something that William Gibson would write. Yeah. Oh, Ern like Ernest Hemingway in this bitch. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but yeah. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, definitely. It's it's a really really good name. Yeah, and when Thanks, you get a good name like that, it's it's really impressive. You're like cloud engineer. How intriguing! You know, you give it a chance. But now that you say that it sounds like an app, it kind of does sound like an app now. <laughs> hey, oh, man, I just fuck myself engineer? up. <laughs> I just fuck myself in the ass, then. Like, forget about oh, it, people. Like, it's you not called a cloud first. engineer. <laughs> you had it first. I I was just, I was the same way, man. Because like I heard the name and I thought that sounds actually kind of cool. Until you actually think about it, you're like, oh, that's like is this guy super into IT or something. Yeah, welcome to God Faded. We rose the fuck out of the cloud engineer and like, oh, oh shit, that name. <laughs> no, trashing it. I'm just nah, saying, like, no, I, no, I, I'm I just get joking. The process, but. <laughs> But no, it's it's true. I, I thought a few times about changing the name. I was like, yeah, no, man. No, don't, 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 no. no, like back in the day. But then like recently when I started releasing music again, like with the, the first EP that was um uh that was called Moongazing, right? Uh yep. that's the first EP I ever released. Yeah, it's a good um, one. Yeah, oh, thanks. And that that actually, I was like, no, you know what? Like I I'm gonna keep Clown Engineer. I just think it sounds good, and I just think think like it's just um, the first name I came up with and you know it's, it's yeah it, it doesn't especially sound bad it doesn't sound amazing but it sounds good and it's not something that you're going to see on every day like it's it yeah no for the music that you play on cloud engineer it's yeah. so appropriate it's so appropriate like I can't imagine cloud engineer being like a hardcore band or like a new metal band <laughs> you know cloud engineer like your kind of music like that is cloud engineer it's kind of like a mellow digital heavy bass kind of like good music to listen to in the office or in the studio mm. you know it's good driving music you know i think it's pretty cool i would love to hear it on a great system you know i haven't heard it in a great my, my system sucks so i don't know what do, you, what do you guys what's your system um, yeah, my system is bullshit. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll believe you then. <laughs> but yeah, and I, I started working on this project again. Actually, like the main, like for the first EP, Moongazing, the first track I composed back in France before leaving for Japan. Is it Cicada? Um, 
No, no, no. That's the second EP. The first EP, Moongazing, there was this track, the 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 the, the name track, like the namesake of the track called Moongazing, mm. uh, is a track I composed in France. And I composed it in France like four years ago, and then I released it. That, that EP I released in 2019, and one of my good friends was actually like, "Why did you wait so long to release it if it was ready from the get go?" And the thing is, like, I actually worked that that the the released version that you can find on Bandcamp and on SoundCloud. That's actually like the tenth version of the song. Like it went so through so many phases, but the goal was the same. Like that track, Moongazing, is just like at this moment, I I don't know. Like to me, gazing at the moon felt like it was a connecting point for people. Like I I don't know how to explain this. Like when you miss someone, like it's it's something that one of my um, a, a, a friend of my dad like. Uh, told me if you miss someone, you look at the moon and you just imagine that they're looking at the moon as well. And that's how you connect the point. Like that's your reaching, reach, like that's your bridge between people, sort of. And that stuck to me, like that idea that you could connect with people just by looking at the moon, because it's just like this one big, this one big like golf ball in the sky that everyone can see. Like it's pretty hard to miss, right? So at some point you're gonna look at the moon, you're gonna connect with someone actually. I kind of like that idea, actually. Yeah, it's a little melancholy in there too. Mm. Also, can yeah. I get a question? Yeah, man. Like I was gonna say, cause like I, I was looking at his stuff because I did listen to uh, his tracks earlier today. And mm-hmm. if we're gonna talk about uh, I don't know specific tracks, like what is it with I forgot the, the two tracks of yours that I like the best? Mm-hmm. I forgot to tell you, and I forgot the future. <laughs> what what, what, um, what is it with you forgetting stuff? <laughs> is, 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 is there anything you forgot that like you know we need to know about? Do we need the stove on or I don't know. Just forget to lock the door or what's going on? Man, man, this like it's like I forgot the fucking keys. Help me open the door, please. <laughs> no, like the so I forgot I forgot to tell you. It's you know what this this track actually I composed in Japan like not so long ago, just like not so long before the release of the actual um, Moongazing EP, and. I had in mind like this, I never got around to it. Maybe I'm going to get around to it if, if I find the people for it. But like my idea was like of a, uh, a stalker talk, uh, like, listen, like, cause like if you listen to the track, there's this part that's like, you have one unread message and that would be this, the, the first part of the song would be like this person just living there every day. I was like, oh man, uh, he's probably going to call me again. Like, I don't feel safe. I don't feel right. I'm gonna, I, I just want to go home and like bury myself in my bed. And then we like, you have one new message and it will be, a second part with someone that's much more aggressive. Like I thought of something that something that would be screamed, like uh, almost like a screamo vibe of this person being like, "Hey man, I just can't help noticing you. I love you. Fucking answer me over. I forgot to tell you I hate you." And then I would cut and go back to the actual person from the beginning. Be like, uh, "This person just making me feel miserable. Just end it already." Um, so that's that's I forgot the I forgot to tell you. I forgot the future is actually linked oh, to something. Sure, sure. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted to like put in like what I what I thought about. Yeah, because I noticed some phone sounds in there. You have you know one missed message or one new message or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But like, actually, I was gonna say like, actually, I like that one. I just really like the baseline on that one. That was like what 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 I appreciated about it. But the rest of don't get me wrong, the rest the rest of the tracks is really good. But uh, I thought the baseline was catchy. Thanks, man. <laughs> That's my job as bass player. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead on like. Uh, I forgot ahead. the future. Um, I. Don't know if you're um, if any of you are familiar with a, a website called S- uh, SCP, uh, Secure Contain Protect Foundation. No, don't think so. <laughs> that's that's the thing for that. That's a, oh man, I'm gonna be nerding out. So um, it's a it's a wiki that's uh, curated by uh, by a bunch of people that actually 
it's like this fictional foundation that contains paranormal phenomena, paranormal creatures, paranormal shit that doesn't really exist. It's just like stories. It's just like tales in the form of scientific reports. Uh, there's like another, I think there's like 5,000 of them. And the first one that got released on this website was something that was called the statue. It's actually a Japanese dude that make a, made a statue that honestly looks like a peanut with eyes. Um, and the concept behind this statue was just like, when you don't look at it, it gets closer to you. But when you look at it, it just stays still and it just tries to get to you and snap your neck. So like every wait, time you blink, wait, it gets closer wait, to you. Wait, wait, wait a second. Isn't that like yeah. a Doctor Who episode or something? That's a Doctor Who episode, bro. So, that's the angels in Doctor yeah, Who. I was say, yes. Man. So so that's that's the weeping angels in Doctor Who. But I think this thing, because like the weeping angels date back from when? When was it first released? Like the weeping angels episode? 60s, wasn't it? Was it the 60s? Oh, 60s man. or 70s. I don't remember. I, I like Doctor Who, but I, I wouldn't say I, my knowledge is as deep as, like, let's say, Star Wars. Mm. Yeah. So I, I fucking forget. But yeah, it's basically the concept of the, uh, of, the, of the weeping angels minus the weeping and the angels, just like a giant peanut that looks like nothing and just, like, snaps people's necks when they don't look at them. Uh, whatever. So there's this website, there's one SCP. I forgot the number because they are classified by number. And I've, I I love the concept. It's this. It's like a Benjamin Button. It's like this guy. Well, it's not exactly a Benjamin Button, but like it's an old man that can only talk in reverse in the future. So like when you have a conversation with this person, you would have to start by the by the end of the conversation and guess the actual progression to have a conversation with this person. Like you would start with goodbye. Let's try this. Let's try this. Like a Tarantino <laughs> film. It's like a Tarantino film. Oh man, it's fucking worse than a Tarantino film. It's like Guy Ritchie, just like, yeah. It starts it's at like, the end and it goes, let's see what happens. And it gets yeah. all the way back to the beginning. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit like that concept. I actually like, I actually like that so much. And I don't know, like the idea of like forgetting the future would be like, it seems stupid because like, how can you forget the future? But like, if you think backwards, that, yeah, like that for that for that specific article, that that seems actually possible. I I don't know. I thought the thing kind of interesting, actually. To be honest, it's like reading a book backwards. Yeah, right. Yeah, you start with the end, and you go backwards, and like if and you then, have a conversation, just imagine you start with goodbye, and then just like you have to guess what the actual person is getting at, because otherwise you recreate like time paradoxes and shit. I would just mm-hmm. like to point out that I'd fuck that peanut peanut up. <laughs> if that peanut tried to get me i'd just close my eyes i hear him getting closer i hear him getting closer since he got closer ah you fell into my trap stupid peanut ah! <laughs> gonna make some peanut butter oh man is that, is that what they call the nutcracker oh good one tom <laughs> but yeah i just thought oh. i'd throw that out there no, that was awesome. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was the main um, the main ideas between those two songs. But that's that's a lot of things that I forget. Like if you think about it, next time, yeah, it's really gonna be like I forgot my keys, I forgot my work, I forgot my fucking USB drive, like I forgot my brains, whatever. I gotta, I gotta start. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> it's behind us. Oh shit, man! Run. Like that that Darth Vader flag looks sketchy as shit. <laughs> Oh, like that, gonna, that, uh, the one behind me? That's, yeah, it's gonna, that's actually a beach towel. Oh, really? It's actually it's a one of not one of a kind, but like a rare, a rare, a rare find in my in my treasure room. Just imagine, like, if this thing starts animating, just like chalk forces you from behind yeah. when you don't look at it. It's like fuck, well, man. That's why I have my uh, my Oculus. What is, the, what that's is an this? Oculus, that's an Oculus Quest. 
it has the Darth Vader Immortal game on it, so you can play Darth Vader. You can fight Darth Vader in, in VR. Oh, I thought I thought it would be like a game. Oh, which one was like the Force Unleashed when that was the best opening to a game, a Star Wars game. It's like you start as Darth Vader and you fuck, it wakes up. And it's like, yes. Oh, I, lo- I like that shit. That was really good. And with the force powers that he has, yeah, that, yeah. Extreme, extreme force powers. Uh, very, and the story is amazing. Yeah, yeah, the story is really good. Like it, it, see, that's the thing that amazes me with Star Wars. Like there's so much, like some, some people just be like, oh yeah, that's a, how many, like nine movie series now? Because uh, honestly, I haven't seen the ninth one. The eighth one I've seen in Japan, like in Tokyo. And then I wanted to actually burn the screen because it was uh, i disagree really it's a whole yeah, if, yeah but if you read it if you read a book you don't read it and just judge each chapter you have to look at the whole entire story i mean there's there's a yeah cha- there's cha- there's chapters in the story of of, uh, of, <laughs> of troy <laughs> i don't want to hijack the i don't want to hijack this into a star wars podcast let's go back to talking about your hey, 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 hey. i i i got my little buddy right here okay Oh man, it's 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 one of the Why guys that can't cum shoot. stains on it. Tom <laughs> <laughs> came over for lunch today. That's why. Oh boy, oh, Tom. Tom, you're under the bus. Oh man, <laughs> when, when 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 you don't have your crusty socks, like your crusty from troopers, shit. Well, it's just so absorbent. It's crazy. Oh man, I didn't know it's need to fucking know that. But that's why they can't shoot straight then, because they got they come there, come in their eyes, just like there's me money shot. They are in banging their heads all over the place too, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah, and that's hey, real head bangers. You know what all this come in my eyes? <laughs> yeah. Actually, oh, you shit, know what? If, if you think about it, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe they listen to Lucas's dad play back in the day because they, you know, an ACDC concert because they are known as head bangers, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Maybe this got what him got what got him fucked up. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, hey, Lucas, can you tell us about your YouTube videos? Hey, Lucas, can you tell us about the cringe on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, oh, no, no, man. no. You've got this one that's pretty amazing. It's, um, I think it's called Metal Bass. Ah, yeah. So that that's a series I've, uh... oh, man, I fucking forgot about that. Thanks for reminding me, man. <laughs> no, no. I-, I loved it because I love Primus. And when I heard that, I was just ah, like, yeah. this is like Primus, but it's just a little bit more harder than Primus, which is hard so- to do. You, you know what, like Primus has been, yeah, in that in that period, Primus was one of my main influences. Like Liz, he's like Liz Claypool has actually released a track recently with Robert Trujillo from uh, Metallica. Oh shit! Right, called uh, Precious Metals. I haven't I haven't listened to it yet, mm. uh, but I, I'm really curious because, like, well, I mean, Les Claypool is Les Claypool, right? Mm. And uh, Robert Trujillo is is like some some people are just like, yeah, he's like if if people discover it discover him with metallica just like yeah that's basically from metallica he's he's good like he's crazy good but you know then you're like no listen to infectious grooves man that's where the shit's at that that's where you feel like oh man robert is just like slapping my balls like every time he just slaps the bass it's just like yeah you can feel a rumble in your like yeah rumble your balls directly so good man and that metal bass metal thing was actually made by accident there's one day I wanted to actually track guitar for a metal track I was doing for some metal project. And, um, and actually it's something stupid. I just actually like plugged the, the, like the bass was set on the, uh, guitar, uh, chain, right. The, the, the chain that you have on logic. Right. Mm. And I was like, Oh man, I just made a mistake. I'm like, Oh, wait a second. Like, what if I slap the shit out of the bass now? And it's just like, Oh Jesus Christ. And it sounded, um, like Primus yeah actually the distortion is it's more like fucking meshuga you know meshuga 
No, I don't. I don't know Meshuga. Meshuga is this band like it's it's a math metal band. It's like it, it's a band in which like the, the the when they start a track, they're like, okay, we're gonna give we're we're gonna rendezvous in uh, the next bar, and everyone is gonna play something different, and it's just like this power rhythm thing um that yeah and the bass sounds exactly like this it's like this extremely i don't know like aggressive tone um that they have with a distortion and shit so um i was like you know what that actually sounds good and then i was like i tried to apply guitar i was like no i don't need guitar like the, the bass is just like filling so much space by itself i just need drums and it's a it's super like simple thing like yeah he played the he played the bass kind of like it was like a guitar and he kind yeah. of had like both sides covered yeah exactly fucking like when i saw let me i saw let me play the full set like before he act, like his health actually went really bad and before he passed like i i, I saw let me on stage like in, in my hometown in nice in the theater de verdure and uh god damn man i went with my dad actually because i was like you know what like if cool dad one... oh man my, my dad is the shit man like the the, the I, rem, I i fucking like i made him discover some music as well when i when i grew up because like he was very motherhead, very uh, ACDC and shit, but he wasn't really taking a look at what else was made in terms of metal and whatnot. Um, I got my dad hooked on Rammstein first. And, yeah, and he, he was, at first he was like, oh man, what is this shit? Like, you can't hear anything. The singer just like, sings like he has lung cancer. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> that, that, that's why he's cool. That's kind of like what Lemmy does. Du Haas is a great song by Rammstein. Yeah. Everyone uh, loves Du Haas. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, that Duhas is a good track, man. It's just a good banger, you know. It's just like it's it. so, yeah. so simple. Yeah. It's just so simple. And uh, and then I got my dad hooked on uh, on corn uh, back in the day, right? When I was listening to this on Slipknot as well. Um, I got surprised that the day my dad when it was like, oh man, uh, this band you made listen to like Periphery is actually the shit. I was like, you listen to fucking Periphery, dad? <laughs> okay, fair enough. And um. We've always like, like my dad and I always like exchange music on a regular basis. Like, like, like I said, when I was a kid, it made me listen to the to grunge, made me listen to metal. Then we actually got into a, a garage phase together. Like we were listening to the Cramps, we were listening to uh, Beast of Bur- Beast of Bourbon, <laughs> like shit like that, man. Yeah, uh, that, 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 that's my jam. Like once once in a while, I just pop like a Beast of Bourbon track just because just for the shit of it, because just because it's so good and. Coming back, circling back to Cloud Engineer and what I do now, he actually got me hooked on Massive Attack as well. Uh, uh, Corporation. I like them. Yeah, that, that's my main influence. Like uh, on Cicada, like the the the, the latest, latest EBI drop, that's the main influence. Like that's definitely Massive Attack. I was just like, man, I want to make a trip up album. Um, and that's and the, the way I compose this album is, uh, yeah, I, w- I was alone when I composed this album. So I, uh, my wife and son, like at the at at time, I was uh, before the right before the pandemic hit, right? So I was that must have been like November 20, 2019, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, and my wife and son went back to France, but I had to stay here because my company would not give me enough paid vacation. So I was alone for three weeks. And my wife was like, what are you going to do for three weeks alone? I'm like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to compose. Cause I mean, with a, when you, when you have an infant son, like you don't really have much time to spend playing music or most of the time you're just like getting busy with, uh, with just taking care of your kid, you know? And I was like, I'm going to use that time to compose. You know, I'm going to, I wasn't even sent on a massive attack. I was like, ah, I need to compose. Um, 
And I felt, I, I actually thought, yeah, it's going to take me three weeks to compose this thing. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to maybe pump out one track in three weeks. I actually composed the, three, the whole thing in three days. And the whole four tracks in, uh, in three days, going through different stages and moods um, because I was alone and because I was missing my wife and son. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, the best reflections of this would be uh, the tracks Solace and the, tracks, um, the track Elation. Like, these actually reflect my mood at, at the moment. I was just like in, uh, in this place where I'm like, I'm alone. I don't have my family. I actually miss them, but I can't do shit because, like, you know, there's a gap of like 9,000 kilometers. Uh, the situation in France at the time was not very good, especially in my hometown. Like, it was, it was not very good. My wife was like, "Yeah, people used to go out in the streets. Now no one goes out because, like, you 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 just get punched in the face for whatever reason." <laughs> I'm now actually in, in my hometown. Like, it's, it, sometimes it gets pretty bad. So uh, I was in this phase, like, man, if it, what what if what what if something happens to my wife and son? What if something, uh, I can't do shit because I'm stuck here, you know? And I could, I, I played music to try and forget it, but actually it, it was just a way to actually transpose how I felt into the music, which, yeah, was a pretty, pretty dark place. I wasn't very, uh, I was I, I, like, my, my thoughts weren't straight and I just composed this thing. It was just like, man, I just want something that sounds extremely moody. And uh, that's how Celeste came out. And then elation, I don't know, like that's the, the time I had my, my son on Zoom on, on conference. I could actually see my son again. And I just felt so relieved and happy that I was just like playing. And it was just this whole very extremely positive vibe that I just transposed into elation. That's how I compose. And the other two tracks in the EP, like I said, like I forgot the future is a bit more, or oh, just like playing with a few effects. I was like, yeah, I like the idea of like forgetting the future. And the cicada is just like, um, I don't know, man. I just wanted to do something that was very uh, a beat, right? Awesome. Well, sometimes there's light and darkness. Yeah, for real, for real, man. But like when you're when you're alone and you you can't actually do like you know your 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 family is away, uh, and you can't like if anything you, you you I would just struggle with the constant fear of like what if something happens, what if I'm not here to protect them, what if. It just kept haunting me, actually. The, the yeah, only way I saw... Nice got pretty sketchy uh, for a while there, didn't it, with the yeah. terrorist attack? Oh, fuck, then, man. There's yeah. a guy who, there was a guy who just ran a delivery truck over a bunch of people. Because DC used to be like, you, you eat, it's France. You eat outside. You have tables mm. set up everywhere. Uh, people are just walking around, and you can drink anywhere. But this guy, he went like, la, 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 la. And he's like, rode his, rode his truck right through a group, big old group of people. Yeah, of and, all uh, days. Yeah. yeah. And of all days, scary. I'm like, on the on the 14th of July, like on the national holiday in France, like it was the Prix de la Bastille. Independence, right? or yeah, yeah. It's the Prix de la Bastille, and um, mm. and like that's a day in which like it's it's understood that everyone is going to go out on that day. And yeah. actually, that that when the when that 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 motherfucker like run a truck on the Pont de des Anglais, uh, yeah. my wife and I had just arrived in Japan for about two weeks. Wow, and that got scary real quick. It was like fuck, like we we would have gone we would actually like that was that's something that yeah. my wife and i did every year like we would have gone and, and the a, thing about a lot of that our friends is, were there the thing about that is once something like, like that happens the next thing has to be bigger or no one gives a shit about it yeah right? so it's, it's like uh, the next attack is even going to be worse and more scary so that's Man, something that yeah keep you thinking 
Yeah, yeah that, that's what's ter- that, that's what like this shit is all about. But I, I think it wasn't even a terrorist. Like if I remember, they it, it was. I think just he like, was just an asshole. Yeah, for real. Like it, it's just like the. Do you remember the, the guy that crashed the plane with like all the passengers because he was feeling kind of blue, like he was depressed and uh, yeah, like he wanted happens. to actually. Oh, Korean yeah, Airlines. Yeah, I think it was the Whoa. one like that. That, that Indonesian was. is another one. Yeah. Yeah, Flight, I, I forget. Flight ninety three. They don't know what happened. They said that the the pilot or copilot might have been suicidal. And yeah. Just drove it into the water. Yeah, and 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 you're when you think Boy, about it, just like mother, motherfucker, like. I, I complain about the, in the morning when someone jumps on the train, you know, in here and you're just like, oh, fuck, man, like, I'm going to be late for work. This guy just like took everyone with him. It's just like, oh, man, if I go down, like everyone's going to down, he's going to yeah. like take a dive with me. You I'm don't like, know the, their motivation. When you get on that plane, right? you're your life in his hands. You don't know what the fuck that guy's day's been like. What if he's yeah, just had definitely. the shittiest day? Mm. Yeah. Definitely. That's, that's fucking scary, man. And like. So that, that truck incident was pretty bad. Like one of my father's friend's wife actually died in there. I'm like so it was, sorry to hear that, man. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's, it's honestly, it was shitty. Like when uh, my, my, my dad called me, it was like, well, fuck, man. Um, he didn't know what to say to the, to the poor guy. He was like, yeah, we just went for a drink. Can you believe we just went for a drink? It's like, no, fuck, Keep man. Giving him drinks. Don't say shit. Let him talk. Yeah, right. And uh, and then the thing is, like, the next, I think it was the next year, I went back to France just for a vacation, right? Uh, and I went to the Promenade des Anglais. There was a festival over there. And there were, like, how many? Like, five security checks in a row, just checking if people didn't have any knives, just checking if people. The whole Promenade des Anglais was closed off with, like, fucking, usually it's, like, cops, you know? And like fucking you had military with fucking famas in their hands you're like yeah i'm not fucking around with these guys around you know like they yeah. you, you know they, if they get trigger happy or like if they feel something is suspicious yeah you you just stand your ground maybe they're just depressed. like normal so, <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh man i'm gonna take everyone you know, my wife <laughs> spent all my fucking money my credit card bills through the asshole fuck it pop 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 well right. you know um the airport in france what's it called de gaulle uh in paris like Charles de gaulle there's there's guys walking around with little little machine guns, man, like just protecting the place. Yeah, they don't yeah. fuck around over there. You're like that, actually. Yeah, they don't fuck around over there. Little machine guns that'll just—they'd rather shoot you than talk to you, you know. Yeah, yeah they they it, it's 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 a thing. Like when you when I when I go back, well, I mean not now, right? But when I when I go back, it's like yeah, you're reminded where you are because like. It's it's a thing I uh, maybe you know. There's a thing I was talking about with one of my former coworkers who actually is a musician in Tokyo, like Nayo Kenza. Maybe you know. Uh, right? I uh, personally don't know. I'm not I'm not a huge music guy over here, like like Johnny and and Tom. Mm. But uh, go ahead with your story, but, please. But this, so we were talking at work, and and he was like, he was telling me about his life in a fuck, I don't want to say but in America because I forget if it's California or whatever, um, or Florida. I forget because I am shit at geography, right? And um. And uh, he was telling me, yeah, it's just like you, you have to uh, defend your life. You know, like if like in America, it's very common you have a gun or whatever. I'm like, yeah. I'm a European, right? Like, I mean, I've never shot a gun. I've never really held, like I held a gun once. I was like, fuck, that shit is heavy. Like it's not Counter-Strike or shit. Like it's an actual fucking gun, you know? And um, yeah. unfortunately, uh, that's the way things are. It's that's the thing. The that's, <laughs> and the, the fucking thing is like, um, he he told me he told me like yeah the day I go back to America I'm gonna have to uh, go to a sort of rehab because Japan has made me soft, and that's when I realized the same thing 
to me, like when I go back to France, I'm like, fuck, I'm soft, man. I see, like back in the day, saying the military, like we've had the, uh, we've had plenty of, plenty of, no, but well, we had some bombings like a few years ago as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were militaries, in, there, there were the military in the street. Uh, but now in Japan, like if I see, if I see a cop, like trying to, uh, <laughs> trying to guard like a pack of beer with like five of his coworkers, I'm just like, oh man, some serious shit is going on, you know, like, but also when you people, go back, in, people in Japan leave their bag like at the table and go pay the bill or something like that in america yeah. you wouldn't leave your or, phone or go, to, or go to the toilet man oh yeah or go to the toilet with your without your bag you know and yeah. like in, i told my wife a couple times I'm like in america you you blink or you look away from your you look away from your bag or your phone two seconds later it's gone it definitely gone. yeah it's gone but, no for fucking real like there, there's a thing actually called parents syndrome it's like if you, when tourists go to paris like they usually they have two reactions usually. It's like either it's the best experience in their life or it fucking sucks because like they got robbed in the train because they were getting their backpack on the back, you know, like where you should put it. But like in France or even in Paris, never your oh, backpack cut is in front it. of they'll you. They'll cut it. Uh, yeah, because if it's on your back, they'll cut the bottom and just take shit out of it. Yeah, definitely. And that happens in this. That happens in the subway. Like that's not. I that's saw... not a legend. That happens. No, it happened well, to not... a friend of mine. Uh, a friend of mine was wearing some jeans and he had his wallet in his back pocket, and someone yeah. just cut the cut the back pocket from the bottom. Just went whoop. And you don't even feel it because he's got a sharp razor or a sharp knife. And just went nick. Yeah, man, that's the guy's wallet. Man, if the, the train's robbly or something, dude, then you could cut your balls off. <laughs> <laughs> well, take yeah. my wallet. I, I, yeah. I've, I've never been to France, but uh, like uh, my little sister, like uh, after she graduated university, she went, her and a bunch of friends went to Italy and they were backpacking, pack, backpacking, had a good time. And then they, they basically, after that, they took the train to Paris and like, I think all, literally on their way in, there was like a gang fight on the subway <laughs> where people were like stabbing each other, yeah. like a big night fight. And <laughs> so they're just like, that's, that's, that's their introduction. That's their welcome to Paris. Paris and they're just like oh fuck this we're just gonna stay at the hotel for a couple days. oh yeah man, man i've i've been stalked one night in when i was going but like in my hometown in nice i was stalked one night i was like out of the bar i had i'd seen some friends play um at some fucking venue i like at some some sketchy venue i forget which one i think it was the volume volume in my uh in my hometown um and i went home and i was pissed drunk right because when i was in college like the only two days i was sober was like saturday and sorry because it was just like just trying to filter all the uh, all the vitriol I had in May, right? And um, and fucking, I go back home to my uh, to my aunt's apartment where I used to be because it was like five minutes away from university, so I used to be there. And I don't know. At some point, I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna take a piss. I'm in the streets, like two a.m. in the morning. Well, fuck that. I'm gonna take a piss. I turn slightly to the to the to the left, and I see these two guys that I crawl. I, I just went past them on the like on the way on the way home. Like I just saw them, but like I went, I saw them like, and they were looking at me like they're determined i was like yeah i'm not gonna piss here i'm gonna keep going to my aunt's house it's like it's my aunt's apartment it's like two minutes walk so i keep going and i'm like man i'm a fucking idiot i'm paranoid like just just let me confirm this i look back and sure enough like these two guys are behind me i'm like okay i'm gonna speed up speed things up a bit so i get like to the next corner and i start running to my uh, aunt's uh, apartment and there's uh, this these hallways like if you've been to france like you know what i'm talking about like these hallways before like they're the main door and then you have all the apartments it's like a staircase and shit right um so i i opened the door like close it i call it a mansion y- yeah probably and um mm. so i get inside i lock the door behind me 
And I get up the stairs, but my, my aunt lives on the third floor. I stop at the first one because I just want to confirm. I was like, man, I'm just dreaming. And there's no way these guys want. And the, the minute I think this, I start, the door started to bang. Like these guys were actually trying to break the windows to get inside. I was like, fuck me, man. Wait, wait, <laughs> maybe, maybe you dropped your wallet and they found it and they're trying to return it to you or something. I mean, you're oh, like, yeah. <laughs> fucking banging on the windows like fuck sir you forgot your wallet god damn it you're oh, you're fucking idiots. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. people that fucking creep up on you in the middle of fucking night at 2 a.m always have your and fire you multiple <laughs> days always the, have your best interest in mind with the best intention is just like oh man this guy's safety i gotta make sure he goes home like i'm gonna bang on a window man sure sir you're all right sir god damn it Man. Uh, man, I fucking shit my pants. I was like, yes, okay, I'm gonna go back to my bed. Never light, lit the lights up, nothing. No, hmm. Lucas, man, Lucas, I, I gotta ask you, I gotta ask you, what hmm. is the future of cloud engineer? The what future you- of cloud engineer. Um, well, well, when this COVID shit is over, <laughs> um, I'd like to, I, I, I've been working on this for a while, but I'd like to get cloud engineer on stage. So far, it's been only a, a uh, an online well, online project, right? So uh, I got tracks released on Bandcamp, on SoundCloud. I'm going to actually get them released on Spotify soon enough because I actually want to have a bigger reach, right? But I want to try and play them. Like I'm sure there's potential to play these live. Sorry, but I need to find the... Um, I need to find the musicians for that, right? Uh, in the midst of COVID, it's pretty hard, but... I, I wanna I wanna keep composing, but I wanna also focus on getting this on stage. I'm sure there's potential to get this on stage. I have a few people in mind, um, notably on the guitar. I don't know if you if you heard. There's another French guy in Tokyo that uh, sells guitars called Nicolas. Nico. Uh, he his studio is like Alien Soundworks. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's he's a dope musician, like a really good music musician, good producer, good. Uh, he sells guitars, right? And um, he, he's one of my, uh, my good friends. I was thinking, yeah, with this guy, sure, we can do something. I'm sure we can do something. Then with the, the, the singer for Concursus, like Sean, that actually put the Vox on, uh, on Solas. I was like, I, maybe I'm going to ask if he wants to join this as a side project. He's more of a metal guy, but I'm pretty sure he could get something out of it. And then for the drums, I thought of Noble, but then again, like no more is more metal. Like what what cloud engineer is is not exactly metal. I don't know how that's not Noble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no would be like, yeah, man. Um, that that track, like, I forgot the future is good. Can I get some blast beats in there? It's like no. It's <laughs> <laughs> like just like fucking like machine gun the whole thing. Oh man. Well, dude, mm. Lucas, man, dude, I, I want to say thank you so much for telling us all these stories. <laughs> We're kind of all over the map in this episode, but I love it, dude. I love it. You know, it's so interesting, man. <laughs> to, to, to be honest, that was pretty cool. bombing, music, Nobu. We're all over the place. That's, that's, that's what I was going to say, man. He had like a bunch of stories, like all in a kind of short space amount of time, but they kind of intersected. So, hey, fuck it, man. Let's roll with it. <laughs> At least because that's the dudes talking to me. <laughs> or all of us. I guess. Yeah, yeah, sorry, man. When I get somewhere, I just like get lost. I don't worry about it. Yeah, and we're all drinking, man. It's all good, dude. It's all good in the hood. Now, how can people find out about your music what are some some like i said i have some i have a soundcloud it's just like it's pretty easy you, you dial like cloud yeah. engineer on a, on soundcloud you can find me uh, there's the two eps i talked about moon gazing and uh and cicada which was the latest one released the kid is awesome yeah i love that one thanks man 
Um, then the other way is Bandcamp. That's uh, I've put the albums for free on there. You can leave a donation if you if you want to. I'm not forcing people to to pay because I did the whole production myself. I did the mix, mixing, mastering, recording, everything. The only did thing I didn't do the vocals? the vocals. Did you do the vocals? <laughs> no. So the vocals, I have two artists actually. Like the so the on Solas, the yeah. the artist is um, the the singer is con- uh, concursus singer Sean, who's a excellent friend, one of my best friends in Tokyo. An um, amazing vocalist, like cool. uh, that, can actually go from a angelic voice to a wounded ox, like in a, in a matter of seconds. Like really good vocalist. And uh, the second one on Elation is one of a very good friend called called Basma, who has this musical project on uh, called the After Morals. Uh, she's from Sweden. Uh, she lived in Japan for three, two, three years, I think. Something like that. That's how, that's how we met. Um, she actually, I tried to uh, get her to sing for Concursus at the time, but she she had to go back to Sweden, uh, England. I think she had to go to England and she went back to Sweden. Um, but I was like, man, your voice is amazing. I need to do something with it. And when I had this track, I was like, I sent her this track. I was like, you, you feel like singing on this? And she was like, yeah, I'll get working on some ideas. So she's an amazing singer. She definitely gets that uh, Portishead vibe amazing person and uh yeah so you can find these on bandcamp uh as well just like cloud engineer on bandcamp and then i'm gonna get these on um on spotify soon enough awesome Uh, awesome. well i tell you what man we're gonna have all of your links in the show notes so faders listen to this if you if you've kept up this far dude definitely go into the show notes and check out his music dude it's it's well worth it definitely well worth it i like your music a lot i think your music's great Thanks, bro. I really appreciate it. Awesome. And I I think your your YouTube videos are really good, too. I mean, the heavy metal one was incredible, dude. Like, I saw that and I was like, I I didn't even, couldn't even tell if that was you. I was like, oh, shit, is that him? Holy fuck. With 10 kilos, 10 kilos more. (laughs) 10 more kilos on the the cheeks. (laughs) Well, whatever, man. The fucking music was great. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five-minute walk from the station. Hey, yo, what's up, Baders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what... If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. 
Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each, and they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing, it comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Proper. And we are back with the news. Lucas, you are the guest. And Tom, what do we do with the guests in the news? We beat them up and take their stuff. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, what I meant to say, <laughs> this isn't France, Tom. It's it's France. France all over again. <laughs> what I meant to say, it's old, old traditions die hard around here. Typically, when we have a guest on the show, they always go first, especially with it, with it's when it's with the news. Okay, fair enough. Let me get on the story then. So let's see. Woman who fell to death from ninth floor was thrown by husband police at leech. Jesus Christ. <laughs> police in Kuitachi, Tokyo. On Sunday, arrested a 44-year-old on suspicion of killing his 41-year-old wife year 
Oh, last year, by throwing her from the balcony of their ninth floor apartment and trying to make it look like a suicide. And man, credits to the idea. It's definitely going to look like a suicide depending on how you fall. Definitely. Yeah. Police said Jun Takahari, a company employee, has denied killing his wife Asaka, Fuji TV reported. Um, Police alleged that on the evening of November 29th, uh, Takaharu strangled Asaka until she was unconscious and then threw her body from the balcony. You see, that's the mistake. Dude, I have one Dude. question. What the fuck did she say to him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh she ate for breakfast. He choked her. He choked her and he's like, uh, just not going to be enough. I just got to choke her off the ninth floor. <laughs> I, dude, you know what I you know what I think? I think I think since this is an older dude, I think it was having uh, fucking problems getting it up. She fucking called him out on it and he just fucking got enraged, choked her, and was like, Oh fuck, oh fuck, I'm, I'm gonna be in so much trouble. And just like then just chucked her off the balcony. It was like, Well, it's the quickest way to do a v- divorce. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ, man. Well, I, I guess he <laughs> oh, but Tom, I just think I saw Tom's wife run out the door behind him. she she grabbed the kid she grabbed the kid and just ran out the door behind him (laughs) within a divorce what but i mean i guess it's it's less it's actually less dirty and less uh, like difficult to clean up than if you're chopping your wife up right yeah, I never, I never put thought into it, man. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I like my like, wife. Why, why, why did you think about this, man? Like you fucked up in the head or what? <laughs> okay, let's see. Because no, where we live every week, we, we we find fucked up stories and we we, we try to invent more <laughs> fucked up shit. That's 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 how we roll, man. See, see, I do. Lucas, man, I respect you as a musician, even though I just heard your stuff today, and I think you're fucking great, but, like, you obviously am not the listener of this show. <laughs> Let's see. Tahari initially told police that he and his wife had quarreled the night before and that she had secluded herself in her room and that he was not aware she had jumped from the balcony. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alibi 101. He called... 110 early the next morning and said that he went out onto the balcony to smoke a cigarette. He saw his wife's body on the ground below. It's like, oh shit, my wife's on the ground. Let me finish that cigarette before that, though. No one else notices fucking dead wife that were like, you know, fell to her one way or another, fell to her death the night before. No one else noticed this. Yeah. He's he's standing outside of her door going, okay, how about a blowjob? No, how about a handjob? How about you let me? Uh, rub it on your titties. <laughs> he just started all of a sudden. He's like, he hears this. Ah! <laughs> was that a yes? Was that a yes? Jesus yes Christ! To the, the hand job or yes to, to the titties? What? Help me out Jesus. here. Like, hold, hold on. Like, it gets worse. He told he told police he believed his wife had committed suicide because she had been stressed out recently from raising their one year old daughter. See, this this is where I don't really buy it. Like. Nah, and that like, baby's no longer no, I, crying anymore. The baby's like, I'm being quiet. <laughs> this motherfucker's serious. Don't I am not fucking around with this guy. I'm not even going to sleep. I don't trust him. All right. Jesus Christ, man. At first, Asaka's death was believed to be a suicide due to the severe injuries he suffered from the fall. Well, no shit, man. Nam floor. Mm. I mean, if the people can recognize you from without your dental record, that's a fucking miracle, man. Yeah, that's however, pretty right there. High right. velocity. However, an autopsy revealed she had been strangled and she was probably unconscious before she hit the ground. See, this this is like 
how do you call it? Like uh, NCIS type of shit. It's like these people, you have one strand of hair from your ass just on the ground. It's like, yeah, this guy drives this brand of uh, like this brand of car and he strangled his wife this way. It's amazing, man, how people can actually determine shit like that, you know? Well, yeah, you have to thing. consider she, she hopefully, might not have went straight get, down. Got, hopefully you get... Yeah, right? Yeah, there's all... Ah! Yeah. She yeah. might have temple also, doomed hope... it, man. Oh. <laughs> you know what? You know, if, she did, if she did commit suicide, you got to give her fucking props because if she hates her husband and her kids so much where she strangled herself where she was pretty much unconscious <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the balcony, she's like, fuck it, he's going to go down for murder. <laughs> Falls man. over. Dude, that's going to be some crazy shit, dude. You, you got to give her props if that's the way she was thinking. It's a revenge, revenge plots, man. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, hold on, hold on. Furthermore, her fingerprints were not on the balcony door or railing. See, that was the mistake. Okay, you all... bad. Oh. <laughs> but they were that, all that, over the first floor. <laughs> <laughs> but like, see, how how would you... But that's, that's an actual good thing. Like, how would you jump from a balcony? And like, unless you, you have fucking springs for legs, like, you would have to actually hold a balcony rail to jump. From the balcony. Uh, Unless she's very tidy. She's a very tidy murderer. Jesus Christ, man. I'm going to kill myself. She's like... Oh, yeah, because everyone's first thought when they come in suicide is just like, oh, man, I have no trace. No one's going to find me, you know. (laughs) No one's going to find out. They'll find her all over the place. So so it's going to be a suicide like the ninja? What? Where where did he or she go? Nobody knows. She disappeared. Like, yeah, like, what about what the guy on the first floor? What about the guy on the first floor? He's like walks out and he's have, have his morning coffee. He's like, God damn. <laughs> well, he walked up to a fucking surprise, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh shit, look at that. People falling from the sky. That's raining Japanese people around here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> raining man. Hallelujah. Uh, Jesus. Police said the victim's mother told them she had spoken with her daughter on the phone on the day before her the day of her death. And that she seemed fine. She told police her daughter was a fighter and would never commit suicide. Ah, yeah, this guy's mistake. Like, you actually try to make someone that's ginky pass for a suicide orphan. Like, that's, yeah. Well, I I don't think we're really dealing with a criminal mastermind here because he's obviously (laughs) fucked up in several ways where it's just kind of like, yeah. Besides, if she's dead and it's not a suicide, who are they going to fucking run to versus It's always the fucking husband, right? It's fucking amazing. Yeah, generally so, speaking, yeah. It wasn't the one-year-old. It wasn't the one-year-old. <laughs> it wasn't, or it wasn't, unless it was a fucking demon spawn. Maybe Let's like Rosemary's baby. Chucky running oh. around. <laughs> but that's yeah, that's that's the biggest mistake. Like their the moms know their daughters. Like, yeah, you know, like if you have someone tell you that, like, yeah, my, my daughter is fine, you know, like she she's never gonna commit suicide. She was fine. I called her in the morning and she said she was pretty okay, you know. Yeah, that's not a good alibi there. So this this guy probably read like one Agatha Christie novel and was like, oh man, this Echo Power shit, that's too weak, man. Gotta do better. Oh, yeah. Damn. That's the end of the thing. That's yeah, that story. That was a good one. That was, that was pretty yeah, good. It was, it was uh, pretty hardcore, man. Yeah. I still Definitely. say he's innocent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing devil's advocate here. Come on, give me a bone. 
They're Fair all enough. down on the first. All the bones are on the first floor. If you don't mind going down there and picking them up. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, dude. oh, dude, no. They're very small pieces. Yeah. Oh god. Oh, so uh, yeah, I guess this uh, lady's technically recently single. How how do you pick on up? How do you pick up uh, on her with the mop? <laughs> the mops. Jesus. Oh man, Jesus Christ! It's like you have some nice bones. Let's see how far they can bend. Jesus. <laughs> oh. Okay, next story. Here we go. 72-year-old man arrested for calling police station 1,700 times over eight days, which is roughly about 212, 211, 212 times a day. Someone did, someone did the math, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with numbers. That's what I counted. Police in Otsu, Shige Prefecture, have arrested a 72-year-old man in suspicion of obstructing police in the performance of their duties after he called a police station 1,700 times over eight days. Now, is this actually a crime? Yeah, I mean, is, is, is annoying being a crime? It is in Japan, because this isn't the first time <laughs> I got arrested for that. <laughs> no, we've had a lot of articles like this. Yeah. What um, did he want? Huh? What the you fuck did he want? You thought it yeah, was right. Ghostbusters. What, what? <laughs> like, I ordered my pizza 30 minutes ago in an ADU. You're calling the police. I'm sir. On the, maybe, or he's like, listen, I'm on the ninth floor of my building and my wife just won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. I'll shove her ass right out the window. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't do something about it, I'm taking taking the law in my own hands, man. I'm at yeah. the end of my rope. <laughs> can you can you imagine this guy would be actually like, yeah, eight thousand times, like, yeah. Do, do, sh should I put my my wife's fingerprint on the rail? It's like, no, no, that's cool. That's cool, man. You don't need you don't need to do that. That's cool. No one's gonna picture. check this out because it doesn't <laughs> look suspicious at all. Not at all. <laughs> Shit like that happens all the time. Okay. Police said suspect made the calls between January 22nd and January 29th using a landline at his home. Smart. Thank you, Shimbu reported. When someone not so smart, that's so easily traceable. No, it is. At least use a throwaway you phone number, you know. Got star 69. Boop, boop, boop. Dude, I know it's you. Fuck off, all right? <laughs> it's not me. I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> Next five minutes, a call comes back again. Damn it, dude. Your name pops up on the stupid. I am your father. It's why, why, the, why the fuck would he call the cops that many times, though? What's happening? Okay, he's here going, we go. He's going, give me a hand job. No, how about a hand? How about a blow job? How about just on the tits? I still swear to God, dude, this guy's on the ninth floor. When, <laughs> when someone answered, he spoke incoherently and then hung up. Ah, oh, waste of time. Please said the man. Fuck. I know. Please said the man is admitted to making the calls and then quoted him as saying, "Quote, I'm not a bad person." End quote. And that's the end of the story. I think this guy is a bad motherfucker. <laughs> you'd know. You'd know if you'd answer the phone. You'd know he's a great guy. So so hold on a second. Like these, this guy called the police how many times? A thousand and eight hundred times just to say incomprehensible shit. That at the end of the day, people have to wait this long. Be like, oh yeah, we're gonna put this motherfucker in jail. Like I don't want to see him calling me anyway. Like where's the far remotest place? Like he can't call us. Oh fucking no, the jail. I know what Jesus. happened. I know what happened. 
Yeah. Maybe this guy was surfing the internet and maybe he just happened to come upon like an old version of the jerky boys, right? Now this guy doesn't <laughs> any, he doesn't speak any English, but Love he him. thought it was kind of funny. So when the cops, he called the cops to prank them and the cops picked up the phone, they're like, hi, mushy, mushy. And he's like, uh, English, uh, doctor, uh, refrigerator running. And he hung up the phone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> or he just doesn't. I, 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 I I, I think this guy was living on the ninth floor and he's just preempting the insanity plea. Come on, like that's that's it. He's like, who, who else in their fucking right mind would do this? He was like, he, he was like somehow on the ninth floor. It was like and then just hung up and just did it fucking repeatedly. So can you imagine the police guys just being like, Yeah, should we make a report about this? How do we run a report? Like like what do we do? You know, I wouldn't want to like, do the paperwork. Because they'd have to do a paperwork. <laughs> they have to do paperwork for every single phone call. Oh fuck, man! Probably, yeah. Which, they gotta have, exactly have a register. Why? Because they're. Well, my point is like they exactly why? Because they're the fucking cops. They're just like after you know after a couple of calls, you're like, ha ha, it's funny, and they're just like, oh fuck this dude. Somebody go over and arrest his ass. So we don't have to fucking put up with this bullshit. Tom, they waited eight days. Yeah. Eight just days. Because they're motivated. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, you just have to say doot, 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 doot. and he goes mana mana Jeremy your story man oh, uh, is it already uh, my uh, turn okay I've got the story I thought it was mine then yeah I think yeah. oh yeah. that's right Tom go for it yeah I get sloppy thirds hey, forget me man alright um, <clears throat> I like this one this is my absolute I, I, I saw these other articles earlier these, they're great uh, this is my absolute favorite. Man stabbed girl in Nagoya after she wrote on Twitter, quote, will you please kill me? <laughs> what? And they were both living on the ninth so, floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they were both living on the ninth floor. floor. So, I'm sorry to say, but she was, I'm sorry to say, but like she was literally asking for it. <laughs> Big oof. But like, so, 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 so when, when people tweet shit like this, they're taken seriously. Is what I'm guess getting out of this for so far, right? I'm just gonna buy a t-shirt. Well, so I, I don't know. All your money. Let's, let's, let's dive into it. Yeah. Let Let's read the article and like you, you be Tell the me. judge. All right. Aichi Prefectural Police have arrested a 31 year old man who stabbed a girl in Nagoya last year after she requested he do so via social media. Reports Asahi Shimbun on the night of uh, uh, November 21st. Yuya Akiyama of no known occupation, because that was his fucking arm, <laughs> allegedly used a knife to stab the girl, then 19, in the abdomen in Meijo uh, Park in Kita Ward. The girl suffered injuries that required one week to heal, police said. According to police, the girl instructed Akiyama to carry out the crime after they became a, uh, acquainted via Twitter, saying, quote, will you, please, will you please kill me, she reportedly wrote. Upon his arrest uh, on suspicion of carrying out an attempted contract murder on Saturday. <laughs> oh boy, I love the wording, man. So she, she, she fucking, yo, know, this bitch took a hit out on herself, man. How much did you pay? <laughs> well, I hope a lot. I hope a lot. I don't know, man. So, so, social recognition. She got like likes or he got likes or retweets or something. I don't know. It says no, no mention of getting any cash being transferred. So that was for free? Um, Way to drop so, the ball, yeah, Nakayama. 
He's a motivated murderer, man. It's like, no, but like, seriously, you have, you have someone that says, will you kill me? You have the choice between "Hmm, eternal freedom and just like living the lifestyle of my life or going to jail and just like being with Bubba in the cell. Hmm. Fuck you, normal life. I'm going to take the hard one, you know, and for free, like you can't even bail yourself out. Like how fucking stupid can you be? Like that is pretty stupid. Was, like, seriously. Like, I don't know, man. Like, again, you must be new, new to this show, man. <laughs> like, this shit, this, shit like this is just no fucking surprise to us. So you'd be fucking surprised, man. This is news on the national level. There's always something wacky every couple I days. I know, but every time I get, it gets, it keeps surprising me. I guess it's like I, I revert back to being super naive. It's like, yeah, shit like this can't happen. And what do you know? The like, next time you open the shin bone, you're just like, oh, fuck, man. Shit oh, like man. this actually happens. Oh, come on, man. This is- yep. I, I thought you France motherfuckers were hardcore. Um, I'm, I'm actually, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that this took place on Twitter. I think this is more of like a Craigslist kind of a thing. I'll, I'll, I'll back you on that, John. Yeah. I agree. I, I, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right on with the that, that one time I was looking for a musician. I ended up on some point with like, oh, I want to smell smelly feet. I was like, the fuck is that, man? <laughs> First time on Craigslist. Like, yes, good impression. Craigslist is dark, man. It's the ghetto of the oh, internet. I spend a lot oh, of my Jesus. time trying to avoid smelling smelly feet. <laughs> <laughs> Depends yeah, but, but, on your fetish. Again, man, every, everybody's got their own quirk, man. So like, mm. some people are into that. Uh, I'm, I'm not but, knocking anyway. it, but I'm just saying I ain't going to try. Yeah, it. Some people are into killing people for free when they ask. Well, what do you know? <laughs> he didn't He didn't kill her. That was the point. It said it took a week for it to heal. So old Nakayama. Oh, so she's still, oh, oh, she's still alive. Yeah. Nakayama fucked up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One like, job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Get one yeah. job. Let me let me just read a couple more sentences and like yeah, we're putting the cart before the horse a little bit, but yeah, you know, blah blah blah. She like you know, she got stabbed in the abdomen one week to heal, blah blah blah. She's still very much alive. Akiyama denied the allegations, saying, quote, I carried out the act, but I did not intend to kill, the suspect said. It wasn't a death uh, kill. I was, I was like, I was like, kind of like a surgeon, but I was messing around, not in the vital parts. No, no vital what organs were damaged I mean, in the production of this video. Geez, yeah, for real. This, this, dude, this dude is such a fuck up, man. Just like pick a side. Either you <laughs> fucking wanted to murder and she wanted to be murdered, or you didn't. So is this a what misdemeanor is, is or a felony? I don't know. I don't know. Is it, I, 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 w- I would just call this improv for idiots. Yeah, true. He missed it. Mr. Wiener. You know, if she doesn't press charges, <laughs> he's free, right? That's fucked okay, up. Okay, okay, okay. Let me, let, let me, let's just let me finish the article and then we Go can ahead. comment. Because there's, I agree. This is, I, I like this article, but there's a bit, there's quite a bit to unpack. Okay. Prior to the incident, Akiyama traveled to, from the Kanto region to, uh, by train, but to Shizuoka Prefecture to meet her. So he's a motivated stabber. Uh, Akiyama and the girl then traveled together inside her car to purchase a knife at a store. Afterward, they head to the parks. Do you think there's a debate on which knife? Like, I like the pink one. No, the Hello Kitty one is just so emotional. Like that. One. I'm gonna. Here's your weapon. Flowers. Jesus Christ. You know what that reminds me of? I, I don't know. I've never Did seen Nancy? if you could. No, no, no. I've never seen if this was confirmed as a hoax. But like, there was this story in Germany. Because, yeah, and um, it was this guy that agreed to have his dick eaten and like chopped off and eaten by a cannibal. Oh, no, I remember that. No, I, I, oh, I yeah, it's a true story. That. 
Yeah, I did remember reading about like, that. Can you can you Germany just imagine is, this? Germany guy? is the Florida, the Florida of Europe. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's pretty dis- pretty difficult to disagree with that. Actually, Germany can out German <laughs> itself. <laughs> oh, that was. Did, I think did, what, they had that. I think it was uh, it was Adam Carolla's show. I think they had a call. And they had a guest story where they'd read, read a story and they re- redact all the names. But like, you basically had to guess whether the story took place in Germany or Florida. <laughs> it was Adam Carolla, really? some, some comedian. Yeah, that's a great game. Uh, they read a story, and you know, people had to guess whether it was in Germany or in Florida. So I'll take Germany for one thousand, Alex. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We can get through this, brothers. We can persevere. I'm still not finished. I'm yet. believing it. Oh God, Tom, please <laughs> believe in yourself. Okay. Uh, yeah, blah blah blah. Okay, after they after that they headed to the park. At some point after the stabbing, the girl decided to seek help from a male passerby who contacted the police with a fucking knife sticking out of her. Started being murdered. At, at some fucking point, this bitch is after going through all this fucking preparation, saying, Yeah, 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 you can murder me. It's totally cool. At some fucking point, after being stabbed in the gut, she's like. Maybe this whole being murdered thing isn't as fun as I thought it would be. Jesus, it's like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. I didn't think this through. It really hurts. It really does. Getting stabbed in the stomach, not a good way to go. You can be stabbed in the stomach and survive at least one, maybe even two days, dude. You just bleed out slowly. Not a oh, good yeah, way yeah, to yeah. go. I read about that. Ooh, Ooh, the pain. It's a pretty nasty way to go, I've heard. Yeah, your oh. stomach to hit your liver. Oh, God. It hits your liver, you're fucked, though. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, time well, because of the because of not non filtering the alcohol. Like if you get oh, faded dude, at this like, point, oh, you wasted alcohol. If it hits my liver, it, it'll be fine. My my fucking liver's cast iron. It'll fucking bounce it up. <laughs> I'll be fine. Lead I don't liver. Know about that? <laughs> Famous last <laughs> words. <laughs> I believe you need to. And and do this. I swear to God, this is an article that never fucking ends. Akiyama's. <laughs> Akiyama serves as a person of interest for police after they examine the girl's Twitter account. He is believed to be motivated by payment from the girl. Okay, she, so she, I, I buried the lead. She did pay him. She did. The case is. <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it. Wait. God damn it. Two more sentences. Let's summarize okay, from now on. The case is not the first of its of a kind. In December, <laughs> the District Court sentenced uh, Takahiro Shiraishi to death over the murder of nine persons. He met them all via Twitter. Oh, fuck off. That was different. <laughs> Real killer. Uh, oh, that was oh, a different yeah, killer. Yeah, yeah well, that was the fucking Twitter come to suicide his killer who was like... Yeah, the suicide guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's been the, a couple the, of those. The, what? The suicide? Like, there's a guy that, like, he, he can, like he's contracted to finish off people? Yeah, there's oh, been a lot yeah. of that, actually. Oh, no, no. no you, didn't, you didn't hear about this? Like, a couple years ago, like, basically... This guy was hanging out in really dark corners of Twitter and saying, yeah, like looking for people that can, you know, hang out with me and make a suicide pact. And like he was attracting like lonely, vulnerable people. So like, yeah, basically drug, drug them, uh, mostly women, too. And like, you know, he drug them, sexually assault them. Yeah, he raped murdered them. them. And then yeah. he was just like, you know, chopping b- body parts up and grinding them up in the bathroom. Think before he, they got him yeah and, and put some on his balcony God, yeah. Damn. yeah yeah there's a whole there's a whole mess to that fucking story but yeah, uh, it's yeah, yeah it's, it's a fucking shit show dude it's like deep web like deep web stories like that it's just like red room torture room shit that dude, you would hear like legends about yeah 
this is all just like this is all just twitter like this app right yeah here, that's, twitter. <laughs> yeah that's probably the worst Maybe. about it so so hold on so so the, the bottom line to this thing is just like this this guy agreed to stab a girl um, because she wanted to do it then she starts regretting it she finds someone with a knife sticking out of her chest like oh shit oh fuck it actually hurts can you actually help me and technically stomach and yeah. so 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 i wonder like who's going to be more traumatized of the two because like the dude is just like oh fuck i couldn't even carry out the single task i was bestowed upon well he got <laughs> paid so i think it's cool yeah, like, like I say, he, he got paid. No he, regrets. He, motivated. He, he was willing to go a couple of prefectures to like do that. So he fucking went from Tokyo to like Shizuoka to do this. And yeah, get I'm your not, money first. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, she was motivated. Hey, man, she must have been motivated as well. She, if she rolled up and drove around in a car and they went knife shopping together, she was really motivated until she got actually stabbed in the gut. And she was like, oh, this kind of sucks. Maybe, yeah. maybe, <laughs> should, maybe this isn't a good way to punch out. Not oh, a good way at all. Okay, Jeremy, your story. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna summarize a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Read it forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my story is kind of a happy story. Here's a mystery man donates bags of cash to local schools in Nara. So three schools across Nara received a surprise visitor. On the afternoon of February 24th, a man believed to be in his 70s uh, who briefly spoke to staff saying, uh, please use this money for children. Uh, right before he handed over a, a plastic bag full of 30 million yen. So roughly $30,000. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Wait, so, wait, wait. I just wait, have wait. that fucking amount of cash. Like, so, you're, you're like, yeah, so, you're fucking take this. so hold on a second. Where, where's the murder? Mine's a happy one. Oh, Typically, we, we, we try to end on a positive note. It doesn't always happen, though. Did this money oh, okay. have Monopoly characters on it? Like little uh, <laughs> some tax or some no, shit? No, no my, my, my question, my question, the man who's believed to be in his 70s, so did he have a big white beard and was wearing a, a big fat guy with a red suit on? Like, what's going on here? Yes, that was him. <laughs> ah. Exactly, that was him. So it, it, interesting that you you point that out because the article goes on later. It says the the man's identity is still unknown, but acts of of uh, are, acts like this are not uncommon in Japan, thanks to a 1960s anime protagonist known as a wrestler called uh, Naito Date, better known as the Tiger Mask. So using the Tiger Mask as a pseudonym, he would carry out random acts of kindness for people, and that that encouraged people to uh, help other people in Japan and uh, do random acts of kindness and. Helping people at schools and orphanages, like a yeah, Batman. So, kind of, well, yeah, Batman. So Batman was the world's greatest detective. We could go totally into a whole show about Batman with me, man. You know so, about me in comics. So, so what this shit <laughs> is like? It's like okay, I'm Tiger okay. Mask. Yeah. Not, not, not to wander too off topic, but so, so this is this guy. Uh, was it uh, Naito? Was like I don't know. He was almost like a, an actual realistic superhero. He just like showed up with bags of cash and like you know inspired others. He's a real pro wrestler. Yeah, is he? Yeah, he was in the UWF, and uh, Tiger Mask was very fam- is a very famous guy. Yeah, okay. I know. I know. Yeah, I'll, I'll believe you. I'll believe I know you. a thing about pro wrestling. That's it. That's it. That's the end of the story for you guys. That's well. That's a nice way to end this show, Jeremy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> very happy. Wow. We, we just had too many stories about the ninth floor before this. <laughs> oh ninth my floor god! The ninth the floor. curse number. Add one new curse number to the list. Just like yeah. nine. 
It's no longer Mr. the Stabby McStabberson. Wait, 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 wait. Aren't, aren't we on 489 right now? Oh, shit. Uh, 589, but yeah. Oh, We're fucking cursed. <laughs> We're fucking cursed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The nines. Number nine, number nine, number nine, number nine. Faders, thank you so much for tuning in to this very special episode of Got Fitted Japan. And I want to say Lucas Tafini. Thank you yeah. very much for being here. We your stories were amazing, and I hope your dad listens to this episode. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to get him back to learning English then, but no, yeah, definitely I'm not gonna listen to the shit out of this episode. Just like just like he told me for the story for AC, he's like, yeah, every year I'm gonna get, get the fucking episode. Just like, yeah, you listen to this shit again, man. <laughs> no, I have my own story <laughs> that I'm gonna have to repeat every time we see. Awesome. You know? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Once again, we're going to have your music in the show notes. So, Faders, go down to the show notes and check out his music. It's, it's free. I can't believe it's free. I think it's crazy that it's free. But, you know, you can add a donation. You can like, give him some money. Just give him some money. Give him some cash. Times are hard. He needs some money. So, I mean, dude, yeah, you need yeah. money and stuff so you can make more music. And more music is something that we all need right now. And, um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. More booze. And more booze. We definitely need more booze. <laughs> and, um, dude, uh, Lucas, I'm serious, man. Thank you so much for being here this late at night. <laughs> doing this. Well, bro, thanks, thanks for having me. Definitely thanks for having me on the podcast. It was an amazing time, bro. No, oh, thanks. For real. Oh, God, we're all sucking each other's dick. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Faders, uh, nope. thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Fitted Japan. You know what to do. Go to Patreon. Support the show. If you don't have any money for Patreon, don't worry. We still got mad love and respect for you. But then you could go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. And if you want, rate something groovy because, you know, it makes our little hearts just a little bit bigger. And Tom's heart needs to get bigger. I mean, come on, Tom. You need a bigger heart because that liver is really huge. You need to kind of balance them out. <laughs> it's cast concrete, man. It's cast iron. It's uh, cast iron at this point. No, I'm cast joking. Iron, I'm joking. Yeah. I'm just busting chops. Tom, what else do we got? Uh, we got Facebook, which is uh, updated daily. And we got some very cool content up there. And yeah, actually, uh, oh, uh, yeah, by the way, uh, I'm going to do the fucking super crazy Burger King challenge that Jeremy just did a couple days ago. Yes. Ooh, that's right. We didn't even talk about that. We should have talked about that. Jeremy. How what challenge? That burger? No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. It's better if we talk about it together, though, because, like, you know, Jer I'm, I'm, I'm sure Jeremy knows his shit and knows what he's talking about, but, like, I I've hope so. He it ate myself, it. So then I can add my opinion. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. <clears throat> All right, we'll do that. We're, okay, or we'll get together later this week and stuff. We'll do another show and we'll talk about Burger King. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> it's the Burger King episode, Faders. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm actually I'm I'm thinking about eating that burger, dude. I'm like, you know what? What the fuck? It's like what? It's like a pound of burger, right? Yeah. It's one. Pound, I think it's yeah. a little over a pound. One point four pounds. Yeah. 1.4 yeah. pounds. That's the size of my uh, never mind. So, <laughs> <laughs> my feet, my it's, it's a, it, 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 I, I just read an article about it. It, it clocks in at, at over 1500 calories just for the burger. 1500 calories. That's like drinking a six pack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Like back in France, it's like the equivalent of like eight meals. Pretty much. I don't Jesus. know about that. I've had the, I've had the cheese and the fagra in France, dude. And that stuff is pretty fatty. <laughs> yeah okay except from that except from that i know <laughs> fatty 
Oh man, faders, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, you guys, uh, it's fucking late at night. Thank you so much for podcasting with us all. Well, thank you so much for having me, man. It was a good time. Thanks. All right. Thanks, all right. for, thanks for hanging out with us, Lucas. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaking! Your move, creep. Oh, man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.